turn your radios off. It's about to be lit. It's going down. It's crazy. It's now in high school holla. On your airwaves, Hoster. Holla, Chicago. Steven Spoon Ramsey welcoming everyone from Chicago and all surrounding areas to the best show in Chicago for high school sports. The H2S2 High School Holler Sports Show. Gotta give big hollers out to the final two teams we have repping for the city of Chicago and the Chicago Public League in Peoria, Illinois today for the final games of the season in high school basketball. Can you believe how fast that season went? Congrats to Bogans head coach Arthur Goody Godwin and the Bogan Bengals playing in about an hour in the IHSA Class 3A championship game against East St. Louis and also to the Public League City champions Kiri Condors and coach Mike Oliver suffered a hard loss last night to defending Class 4A champs Belleville West. The Condors will be battling for third place later today against Rockford East. Thank you to both schools for repping for Shy Cities. Man, you guys do us proud, I'm telling you. This week on the H2S2 show, we introduce you to another area high school coach as we sit down with Shimona McDaniel, the head JV and assistant varsity basketball coach at High Park Career Academy. Then we talk with another member of the McDaniel family, the coach's daughter, Brianna McDaniel from Kenwood Academy High School is our special guest in the Shining Star segment. And we preview another area baseball team, this one from the Chicago Public League American Central Conference. We sit down with Chicago Vocational Career Academy head baseball coach Miles Newman and a few of his shining stars to talk Cavalier baseball. It's all for you right here on the best show in Chicago for high school sports, the H2S2 Show. Follow and holler at us on social media. We're on Facebook and Twitter. You can find us at Urban Fieldhouse. If you're on Facebook, show us some love by liking and inviting all of your family and friends to the High School Holler Sports Show page right there on Facebook. We appreciate the love from you. Look for us to return to Facebook Live in the coming weeks for our pre and post game coverage of our H2S2 baseball and softball games of the week with interviews with coaches and our players of the games. It's a lot of fun when we do that, so look out for that. You can also take the H2S2 High School Holler Sports Show anywhere you go by subscribing to our podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Downloading the H2S2 podcast is another great way to stay in tune to what's happening in Chicago high school sports. Coming up next, we talk Chicago Vocational Career Academy. But if you're old school, you just say CVS Cavalier Baseball. Next on the H2S2 Show, holla! This is Chauncey Irvin representing CVCA baseball team. Hi, this is Coach Newman with the Chicago Vocational Cavaliers, and you're tuned in to the High School Holla Sports Show. Yo, 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 what's up? Are you a sports fan? Do you want to impress your family and friends with the knowledge of the game while in the stands or roaming the sidelines? Well, the High School Hall of Sports Show is looking for you. We are seeking dedicated students from all over Chicago and the suburban high school area to join the H2S2 Sports Reporting Crew. If you want to be a part of the H2S2 Reporting Crew, here's what you need to do. Send an email to H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. Again, that's H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. And in the subject line, type, I want to join the H2S2 reporting crew. And in 100 words or less, tell us about your high school pride and your high school mascot and which team you would like to represent. Every email will be reviewed, so don't hesitate or wait. Here's the chance to join the H2S2 reporting crew and to get signed up for your school. Because you never know if we will be at your school next. Tune in every Saturday to the High School Holla Sports Show. I am Jerry Head, first baseball on the CVS Cavaliers Baseball, and I support the H2S2 show, the only sports talk show for high school sports.
Welcome back everyone Another H2S2 Baseball Preview We are here at Chicago Vocational Career Academy Where if you're old school We used to call it CVS Home of the Cavaliers We would like to welcome to the H2S2 show Another first time guest The head Cavalier None other than Miles Newman Welcome to the H2S2 show coach right, Thank you for having me Man it's, uh, it's been rocky since then But we are uh, trying to bring pride back to CVS I know that's right coach Let's start by telling our listeners How long you've been the CVS head baseball coach uh, this is my uh, fourth year here at uh, CVS. Uh, previously, I was at TF North coaching the sophomore team, but uh, now I'm like here at CVS. Hopefully, we, we can go in strong this year. Now, Coach, we always like to hear from coaches about their high school experience. What's some of the fine moments that you remember back in high school? Well, the biggest moment is uh, my senior year at Phillips. I played against CVS in the championship game at, uh, at Ag Science. It was a consolation bracket, but uh, we lost that championship game to CVS 21-22, and I find myself here coaching here, you know, as a <laughs> as a team that beat me in the championship game. But, you know, that's always been one of the big baseball memories for me. Let's take a quick look back at 2018, Coach. The Cavaliers had an overall record of 11-9 and 10-3 and in the Chicago Public League American One Conference. Talk about your assessment of last season. Last year, uh, we were senior strong, senior heavy, senior heavy last year. And uh, those core group of guys were there for the last three seasons. And uh, we were trying to take first place in conference. Those three losses we took in the conference were to uh, South Shore and to the Bogan, who ended up winning the conference that year. But uh, this year, we got a new alignment. We moved up conferences. We switched guys around. So we'll see what uh, what this, this year does for us. What did you take away from last year in preparation for the 2019 season? Well, again, taking away from last year, we losing eight guys rebuilding. I hate to use that word rebuilding, but when you got a young core guys, it gives you uh, stability for the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. So uh, just looking back from last year, it's like building a new team. Like when I first got here, basically. So rebuild, rebuilding process. And like you said, with young guys, it makes it a little easier, but you have to adjust a little bit. Definitely. Like I said, my core group of guys now are mostly sophomores, juniors, three returning players uh, who are all seniors this year. So we're not losing that big of a, a gap this year, but uh, hopefully we can... Uh, Push forward. Well, Coach, we always like to acknowledge the assistant coaches who help you prepare the Cavaliers to take the field this upcoming season. Who are your coaching staff, and tell us a little bit about it. Well, this year I don't have an assistant coach this year. Uh, I'm looking to bring in one of my former players, as a matter of fact, that uh, contacted me to uh, help out the team this year. My assistant coach from last year, uh, after those senior guys, he actually moved on to Limbloom. He's actually sophomore coach over there at Limbloom this year. So uh, big ups to uh, Coach Rochelle over there at uh, Limbloom. We had Limbloom on as one of our baseball previews so your coach went over there and it'll be nice to see if you guys meet up somewhere down the line wonderful program over there at uh, Limblom they are uh, doing big things over there so no we mentioned you lost eight seniors off of last year's roster how are you looking to fill those voids with these young men that's coming in well, CVS is a talent, period. You guys have been sitting here looking at this practice, but these guys are athletes, and they, they play multiple sports. So, I mean, we may have a guy that played quarterback football. Now he's out here pitching for me this year. So filling those voids, is, I don't think it's going to be as hard as I, as I originally imagined when I first uh, got to the season rolling. Now, when we return after the break, we'll meet a few of these players from the CVS Cavaliers baseball squad next on the H2S2 Baseball Preview. Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. We provide great packages that will allow your business to grow by serving as one of our sponsorship partners with any of our shows, such as the one you are listening to now. If you are interested in becoming a sponsorship partner, please contact Urban Fieldhouse Media at 312-772-5003 or by email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com for further information on our rate packages. We have opportunities for all size businesses, both local and national to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together. I am Shamari Roberts, one of the shining stars of CVS Cavaliers, and it's time to share a moment with another shining star on the H2S2 show. We have a few of the shining stars from the Chicago Vocational, if you're old school, we call it CVS Cavaliers Baseball Squad, joining us today. Thank you guys for joining us. Introduce yourselves so our listeners know who we got with. Marquez Morrow. Chauncey Irvin. Shamari Robinson. 
Jerry Hicks. Thank you guys for joining us. I want each of you, I want y'all to share with us your experience attending CVS High School and playing on the baseball squad. It's been very motivational. Every year we lose seniors, but we learn a lot from them. Well, since I've been here, it's been good. Yeah, I just want to continue working on getting better and better. Since I've been here, it's been a, a kind of challenge for coming from Morgan Park, but you got to get used to the atmosphere and just keep pushing yourself to be great. Since I came here back from Indiana, again, we have to adjust at first back to CBS school, but since I've been here, it's been kind of great. How is it playing baseball for, for the Cavaliers? It's been amazing. It's been a privilege. Chef Miles pushed you to a different level. He actually cared about you on and off the field. Yeah, it's been good. Yeah, Chef Matt, do, he do push us to a different level. We make sure we good, make sure we go to class. He a good coach. It's been real fun and motivational to do it in college. You guys are now considered the veterans of this team. How would you lead the Cavaliers to success this baseball season? I'm Marquez, and I feel like we need to improvise teamwork instead of scolding our teammates for what they do wrong, encourage them on the next play. Now, when you guys look back at last season, how did you feel the Cavaliers played overall? This is Jerry Hicks. We played our we 11-3 in the conference. My boy Chauncey, he had a good start. Freshman playing good at pitching. What did each of you take away from last year to get ready for the 2019 season? Dedication, coming hard, work hard together as a team, a sportsmanship. I learned that teamwork makes a dream work. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> What's different about you as a player and the team as a whole from last year? This is Shamari Robinson. This year, I feel like we have a better pitching staff with, with me, Chauncey, and Amarion Benya stepping up. Even though we're young, we're going to be a, a, a deep playoff team. We're going to start off sluggish because we're inexperienced and young. But as the season goes along, we're going to get better. Marquez, a.k.a. MK, and I feel like this year I'm even more motivated to do better because last year I was kind of on a high horse for my outstanding wrestling career, but this year I kind of messed up myself, and I feel like I got to do even better in baseball so I can put a name out there for myself. This is Jerry Hicks. What I have to say is that I need to get more hits this year than last year, play together, play smart, and always stay dedicated to the sport. What are some of the goals you guys set for yourselves and the team this season? This is Jamari Robinson. This year we moved up to a bigger and better conference. So the first thing we want to do is win conference. MK? Pretty much I want to lead in stolen bases, and hopefully I can get a little better with my batting average because I need a lot of work with that. You got that speed like that on them bases, huh? Yeah, a little bit. I'm trying. This is Jerry. Uh, I want to have better scoops, no errors this year, better on batting average. Yeah, you got the hands out there. You got the glove out there, huh? Yeah, I'm pretty decent. I believe it. This year, I want to uh, win all our preseason games because last year we lost all of them. But when the real season started, we showed them we weren't playing. So I just want to come out and show them we trying to grind. I want you fellas to tell me what type of student athlete it takes to be on this baseball squad to be a Cavalier baseball player. This is Shamari Robinson. Honestly, you have to be dedicated. A lot of kids try to skip practice and just walk around school and be cool, but being cool doesn't get you to the next level. I like that. Give me one word to describe CVS baseball. This MK, exotic. Exotic. Why exotic? Because, man, it's outstanding how we do. It's going to be it's gonna be a show. Just come out and watch. What words you got for me, Jack? Word I got is be great. Speak on it. The reason why I say be great because my favorite football player told me to be great when I watch him. So it make you motivated. Keep trying hard and better and get better at the craft. And who's that favorite player you got? Javar Landry. I like that. Be great. This is Shamari Robinson, and I say underdogs. Underdogs because I know for a fact we're behind, so we're going to start off sluggish. But once the playoffs come, teams better expect us to bring it. Chauncey, you got a word for me? This is Chauncey. I want to say just go hard or go home. Go hard or go home. It's all business for you. Yeah, it's all business. Now, how is it playing for a coach like Coach Newman? Man, Coach is real. He teach us a lot every day, not only on the field, but off the field. Teach us not to play around in the hallways, not to be on BS when we on the field because that'll get us in trouble, most likely mess up play. What about you? What, what, what's it like playing for Coach Newman, Chance? Yeah, Coach makes sure we straight. Like, he a good coach. He just makes sure we good, and you know, he be looking out for us. Coach Newman is probably one of the most slept-on coaches in, in CPS. The things that he do to keep us off the streets and just help us uh, better in the classroom is just great. He, he works us to the next level. He wants you to work hard in class first off and come to practice every day and be great. doesn't show no favoritism. He likes everybody equal. He wants you to come in and work hard when you come to practice. The best advice Coach Newman ever gave y'all. 
Stay focused and stay motivated. No matter what you do, always find a way out and keep pushing. Let it fly. Let it fly. <laughs> Who has the best nickname on the squad? MK? That's me because, you know, I'm MK Let It Spray. As soon as they let me on that base, I'm gone. Who got the best nickname on the squad? This is Shamari Robinson. The best nickname on the squad is me, Nunu, because I bring something new to the table in every sport that I play. Nunu, I got it. Your best moment playing baseball. I got a couple. We were playing Julian. I jumped, caught my first double play by catching the ball, then running to the bag and tagging it. Not only that, but I went against Bowen. Not only did I steal the second, I walked back and stole again. <laughs> they cannot catch me. That's MK there. Anybody else got a good baseball moment? What you got? This is Chauncey. Um, my best memory is when we played Phillips. It was a four count, a three-two count, and Coach just told me to swing the bat, and I hit a home run. That's a good moment. Did you happen to know Coach Newman went to Phillips? Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. You knew that? So that even made it better, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> How has playing baseball helped you as a student athlete? This is Shamari Robinson. Playing baseball helped me as a student athlete because it took me places that I never thought. I played against the JRW team that won the, the National Little League title, and I've been to Florida and Canada, and it makes you meet new people and understand it's bigger than Chicago and it's bigger than, than baseball. I like that. What helps me is stay motivated because there's a lot of kids out here that grind and work hard every day by day, and I'm trying to stay on that same level too. MK? I feel it gives me a purpose because not only do I have other sports to play in college, but this gives me another opportunity to go to college on scholarships. It is an opportunity out there. I like to tell our listeners why they better come out and check out the Cavalier Baseball Squad this season. This is Shamari Robinson. Come check us out because we're bringing CVS Pride back. CVS fell off in sports this generation, but we bring the CVS Cavalier swag back. Bringing a lot of things, new things to the table this year. We want to go for conference towns. We was number two last year, but we really want to win next year. MK? They need to be at every game because every game going to have the exotic. The exotic, I love it. But hey, I want to thank you guys for joining us on the High School Holler Sports Show. We gonna give you an opportunity to tell the people that supported you, the people that might be listening, who you want to holler at today. Give a holler out to somebody. I want to give a holler out to my mom. She motivated me for everything. That's the reason I'm still here. And my mama, yeah, because I love her, and she motivated me to everything too. I want to give a shout out to my family because they know we come from a different breed. They just keep me focused on being great. I want to give a shout-out to my mom, my dad, and my granddad, especially my granddad, for showing me how to play baseball, calling me every night and talking to me about baseball. Coach Newman, let's talk about the competition you'll face this season in the Chicago Public League and your non-conference game. With the alignment, does that affect your preparation at all? This year, yeah, I definitely wanted to get more preseason games in because of the, the upgrade in the conference. I want to say a little stiffer competition. No disrespect to any of the teams that we played in the last couple of years, but I believe this year is going to be a little stiffer. Everybody wants to be in that Jackie Ross. The only way you do it is win. And, you know, putting the teams out there on the field and, you know, keep going out there and proving what you got. So as far as preparation, like I said, we're getting in more games in this year than we have. We're starting a lot earlier. Hopefully we get the season rock and rolling from now. Coach, talk about playing baseball in the city. It's nothing new. With the weather, it's not always cooperative. We saw you conduct a, a great indoor practice. How is it trying to prepare in the city of Chicago for high school baseball? Well, again, coming from the suburbs, when you got a little more assets out there and back here in the city, it's like you got to take care of your own fields. You know, you got to, you know, make sure everything's right before or, or on game day. And with Chicago, you know, it could be raining tomorrow and snowing the next day. So trying to make sure that those fields and those preparations get in, then making sure the kids are here, trying to keep them engaged. You know, they see the weather's bad and we can't get outside. And it was like, ah, oh, nobody wants to be in the inside practice, but got to find something new, something different for them to keep keeping engaged. You know what I mean? So, like I said, and as you've seen today, we did a whole simulated game in the gym room. Got to keep them engaged, man. Coach, I want you to take an opportunity to talk about, as a coach, what are some of the goals for the Cavaliers in baseball? Some of my, my major goals are always, like I said, take one game at a time and try and improve upon what we did last year. Like I said, 11-9 and nine overall record last year with playoffs and preseason included. Season-wise, everybody just wants to look at the conference. No, you got to look at overall. I look at overall and trying to get that together. Every year I've been here, we've gotten stronger. We've got three more wins than the previous year. 
year. We, we keep pushing forward and keep pushing forward. So, like I said, the major goal is always one game at a time. And when you see players like we're looking now, practice is over, and these guys still throwing that ball around. Got to make feel good how they have gravitated to the sport of baseball. Definitely. Like I said, they want this just as bad as anybody else. Like I said, some of these, these are like a few seniors left on here. So this is the last opportunity to play any high school sport. Being as baseball is the last sport of the uh, high school season, they want it. You know what I mean? So, and once we get outside, we, we're really going to push the tap. You outside with a hoodie on trying to play baseball, we ain't playing piggy no more. So <laughs> we got to, you know, we, we, we definitely out here still now, still throwing the ball. Coach, you went old school with the piggy. I, I hadn't heard piggy in quite some time. You went old school off me. <laughs> man, we, like I said, playing backyard baseball all day long, man. Coach, I'm going to give you an opportunity, being an HBCU brother, to talk about the rich tradition of your HBCU. I'm going to let you announce it because I just can't get the words to come out of my mouth. Where you went to HBCU, talk about it, Coach, because I can't say it for you. Back there at the, the great BCU, now BCU, it used to be Bethune-Cookman College, Bethune-Cookman University, home of the Wildcats. Florida baseball is something else. Like you said, you get to play all year long, great rivalry with fam in any sport, classics, all type of stuff. So I just believe personally, like students nowadays should at least try HBCU, whether it's fam, Bethune, Howard, Hamp, whatever, get out there. It's a little smaller, more family oriented, and that's all I can say. And we need more baseball players from the Midwest to go to these HBCUs, so I echo that same sentiment. I guess the players an opportunity to tell the listeners but I want to give you the same about what they can expect from Cavalier Baseball this upcoming season. Like I said, we want to be in the hunt. We definitely want to be in the hunt. We want to show that CVS baseball is back. Like I said, back when I was playing, like 2005, playing against, we went to those Comiskey Park games. We played in those games. So I want to see us get right back to where we were. And with me being at the helm, I, I believe we can. And I believe it too. Coach Miles Newman, we want to wish you in the 2019 Chicago Vocational Career Academy of your old school CVS Cavaliers baseball squad much success this season. We look forward to covering you guys throughout the season and seeing you guys in action. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. High School Holla. We want to thank everyone out at Chicago Vocational Career Academy, Coach Newman and the baseball squad joining us. Now, the Cavaliers start off their season this Monday on the road. They go out to Chicago Math and Science to take on the Titans. As we always say, if you're in the area, we encourage you to go out and support those Chicago public school baseball, softball, soccer team competing out here as the school year winds down. Yes, I know the weather hasn't been the greatest, but you can layer up for a few hours and go out here and support these kids Give them some cheers because they go out here and perform and compete at a whole nother level. So let's make sure we keep encouraging their efforts. Coming up next on the H2S2 show, we introduce you to another area high school coach as High Park's JV head coach, Shimona McDaniel, joins us next on the Coach's Chatter. I'm Coach Shimona McDaniel of the High Park Lady Thunderbirds, and it's time for Coach's Chatter on the H2S2 Show. They are role models and educators. Their work requires a great deal of time and energy for very little pay. Who are these unsung heroes? Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Coach. The simple truth about education-based athletics in Illinois is this. Without a committed team of coaches and administrators, they just wouldn't be possible. School sports, they bring out the best in all of us. This message presented by the Illinois High School Association and the Illinois Athletic Directors Association. Welcome to the High School Hall of Sports Show. Time now for another edition of the Coaches Chatter, where we talk with Chicago area coaches about their experience inside and outside of the sport that they coach. Also, we give you another perspective of Chicago high school athletics and how you might further be able to support area athletic programs, along with the men and women that coach them. Coaches Chatter is being brought to you by Robin Patrice, a trend-setting and one-of-a-kind online store offering first-rate products and exceptional customer service to shop 
shoppers from the comfort of their own home. Find out more about the products and accessories. Check them out at Robin, that's R-O-B-B-I-N, Patrice.com, where the homemade is the new black and the official sponsors of this week Coach's Chatter segment. We have as our special guest the head JV coach, but if you're old school, we say Frostall. But we're going to go with the new school JV coach for the High Park Lady Thunderbirds and the assistant varsity coach, Shimona McDaniel, joins us in the coach's seat. The great thing about this coach's chatter is later we'll be talking to one of Chicago's shining star, her daughter, who has one of the shining stars that helped lead the Kenwood Broncos into the city final four and the state playoffs. That's in the shining star segment coming up later. First, let's talk to mom and coach Shimona McDaniel. Welcome to the H2S2 show. Coach. Thank I'm honored to be here. Now, Coach, I always want to hear from coaches. How did it start for you, your love for the game of basketball? Well, actually, what's kind of funny was I grew pretty quick when I was a kid. So my grandmother, after talking to a lot of people, had me start playing about the age of 10. That was, you know, to get my coordination together. <laughs> so we got to owe it all to Grandma. Yes, yes. My grandmother, she was the ultimate mom. She ran with me everywhere. Anything that I wanted to try, she was willing to allow me to try. And when I got serious into basketball, she took me everywhere, did not miss a game, did not miss dropping me off or picking me up at practice. Her and my grandfather are the reason why I'm probably as engaged as I am now with my own children and the things they're involved in. Coach, where did you attend high school? I attended high school at Whitney Young. I'm a dolphin. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> you come from a long line. There's a history there, Whitney Young and, and the Dolphins. What's one of your best memories from your high school days at Whitney Young? I would have to say my best memory were would be all of the honest times or the times that we had as a team together. We would go out of town for team camps in the summers, and Mr. Penny, who was my coach at that point in time, was very big on us staying together as a team and bonding as a team so we did a lot of things together and I honestly consider those young ladies as my sisters even today. And that's the beauty of high school sports isn't it? Absolutely absolutely I could still call any one of them today and ask for advice you know we pick up the phone we're smiling when we see each other it's all hugs because we you know spent majority of four years together. Coach McDaniel tell us where did it start for you in this coaching field? Well that goes back to Whitney Young again when I graduated college, I went to Loyola University of Chicago on the South Side, and when I graduated, Mr. Penny gave me a call and asked that I want to assist with him with coaching that year. I had coached the freshman team, and I would never tell Mr. Penny no, and I was going into teaching anyway, so you know, it was, I guess you could say, a natural order of things. And I love to hear that. You go back to the old coach and help out. That's giving back. Absolutely, and Mr. Penny gave so much to each and every one of us on the team. I mean, like I said, you couldn't tell him no from the two-hour phone calls, giving advice to, you know, even the hollering and fussing that he did at us back then to motivate us to do the things that we needed to do on the court for ourselves, for our teammates, and to represent our school. Now, I want to ask you your basketball philosophy for those who don't know and coaching on the high school level. My basketball philosophy is basketball can get you anywhere you want it to take you in life. It's truly up to you. As far as being a player, I had several experiences that I never would have had if I hadn't played basketball. You know, the travel with my college where we went places like Maine and California and things of that sort. And even just as I stated before, the camaraderie with my teammates as a child, because I started off playing at St. Malachi on Chicago's West Side, then played uh, at Resurrection and then went on to play at Whitney Young. But I can think back to every single one of those teams and just think of a joyous time or having a good time even in the stress of playing the game or the stress of getting fussed at by a coach it still brings fond memories to me and then that took me on to college so that I had a bachelor's degree that I did not have to pay for myself and I was able to meet several people along the way that I still have relationships with. 
Wow, that's awesome. And coach, I got to ask you, who are some of the other people that influenced you as a coach? I'd have to say probably every, just about every coach I had. I started off, like I said, at St. Malachi, and I had two strong women coaches. One was Debbie Thomas and one was Jackie Anderson. She also then went on to coach me on the girls' side at Resurrection when I transferred from St. Malachi. And then I also played on the boys' team. So my coach, Michael Watkins, he was very hard on me, and I feel like that kind of is where I get a lot of my coaching style from at this point because he did not allow me me to think of myself as a girl on that team with the boys. I was one of, I was a part of the team. I didn't get any free time. I was one of the boys. And were you, were you giving it to him, Coach? Were you handling the boys on the court? <laughs> um, I would like to think I was. I mean, I started off because he, he told me everything I earned in life. Nothing was going to be given to me. He told me since there was a girls team, I had to make it in the top eight because he didn't play past eight, even though he kept 15. So I knew if I wanted to play because he was like, you, there's a girls team here. You could go back and play for the girls. I'm not going to have you sit on my bench if you're not going to play. So I made it in the top eight after tryouts and then shortly after, after I was starting for majority of the season. So I like to think I, I did pretty well. Definitely did. Hashtag girls play too. Tell you, I love to hear that, Coach. I want to ask you, how long have you been the head coach on the JV level at High Park Academy? Well, this is our first year um, at High Park. I've been coaching with the varsity head coach, Corey Morgan, for about a good eight years now at this point. We uh, took the job at Hyde Park this summer. The girls were very engaging and we were able to get to work right away and it was it was a good transition. On the JV level, you're getting these young ladies at an early time in their career, right out of eighth grade. It seems to me that it has to be a special transition for you as the head coach. How do you help these young ladies their first time in high school and their first time on a high school level playing basketball? Well, honestly, um, I would have to say at the JV level at Hyde Park, I focused a lot on teaching the game of basketball, not just the basic skills of it. Although that was a big part, a lot of girls did, don't truly understand the emotions of the game and they don't always understand all of the rules to the game. They don't understand how they should necessarily behave on a bench, you know, because girls feel like I can jump up and scream and holler and do certain things. And I'm like, no, honey, that's not OK. So I feel like just like with my daughters, I'm raising them. I'm raising them to become young ladies as well as good girls basketball players. I'm hoping that what they take away from it is that they did learn something from me and not just I was a girl on a basketball team that they truly had an experience. Tell us about the JV season. How did it go for the Lady Thunderbirds? Well, actually, it went pretty well. We were the conference champs. We had first place in our conference this year. I wasn't sure how well we would do because we did have a lot of freshmen. I only had a couple of sophomores. My team was mainly freshmen. But when I tell you that they truly listened, they worked hard, they followed what I asked them to do, and I could say I saw growth in every single one of those girls from the first game to the last game. We didn't play a large schedule because we still had girls that played up and down, so we didn't want to burn them out or, you know, have them tired so much. For conference, they, they did really well. We actually beat some teams by large amounts, and I was surprised because then we would turn around and play a varsity game, and they would just give just as much effort in the varsity game. Well, congratulations to you, Coach. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I want to ask you this question on a two-part type of thing. What are some of the overall challenges you face as a coach, and especially on the JV level? Well, as a coach on the JV level, it's a lot of teaching. You don't really get into the competitiveness of the game necessarily. It's a lot of teaching the basics when you have kids at the JV level because they don't understand spacing on the floor on offense or defense. They don't understand necessarily certain rules that maybe weren't discussed in elementary school. They don't even understand necessarily how to support each other because they're still kids. They're still young. You know, and all kids are selfish in nature slightly. 
because I want to do well. I want to be the star or I want to be able to help my team. And sometimes they have to understand that helping your team is cheering them on, being supportive when they come to the bench. As a coach, I'm probably giving enough critiques and criticisms for that child to to be able to understand and hear in a heated situation on the court. So they don't need from their teammates to hear, girl, you should have did this or you were wrong. You not hustling. I can do that as the coach. You cheer her on and say, that's okay. You got it. Get back in the game. We got you clapping, things like that. So I felt like that was a difficult transition for a lot of the girls, more so than the actual basic skills of the basketball. Many people might not know or underestimate how important the role of JV coaches are, especially for the success of a varsity program. How do you work with the varsity coach, as you mentioned, Coach Corey Morgan, to develop your players for him? Like I said, Corey and I have coached together for some years now, so we kind of know each other's, I know his tendencies, I know his expectations of the kids. So as a JV coach, I feel like I have to prepare them not only with the X's and O's because we will run the same offenses and defenses, the basis of what he usually likes to run so that when they get to varsity, he doesn't have to reteach those things. But I also want them to know that he is a competitive coach and he's going to expect you to hustle in these moments. He's going to expect you to sit there quietly, look at him and shake your head instead of trying to defend yourself in these moments. So all of that plays a part in him being able to be successful and to strategize for big games, tough games, so he doesn't have to deal with the simpler things of what can happen with girls when they're frustrated and emotional at game time. Great to understand, and that gives me a whole different perspective. I tell you, we spoke about some of the challenges. Let's talk about some of the rewards on both the JV head coaching level and overall in high school. Well, I guess I could say because I always will say that I'm like a coach mommy. I'm their parent as well. So I feel like it's like seeing your kid grow up. So even if it's just one year on JV and then there's strictly varsity or it's two years on JV, to see a kid grow and be able to support what your program needs, especially when you see them come from not really knowing anything when they walked in the door. When they're able to do what your program needs and be successful with the head coach on varsity, then I feel like I've done my job at that point. We always want the head coaches to acknowledge the assistant coaches in the job of helping mold your players. Who are some of the coaches you want to acknowledge that helped you mold these young ladies into playing ball play? Well, we also have another assistant coach that works with us at Hyde Park, uh, Danae Mims. She's been really helpful with the bigs. She's great at teaching the girls, so she's been an awesome addition this year. And I'd have to say the coaches that I've worked with and AAU have been big for me. We started off with Lady Dribblers, so Coach Andre Harvey, who's now the mayor of Bellwood, um, Layton Scott, who's a firefighter in Maywood, D'Angelo Sawyer, who was somebody that I played with in elementary school at Resurrection, Hoops Express, Gerald Davis, who runs the program. He's been truly essential in me understanding a lot of things past high school and with the recruiting process. Andre Lewis, who I've worked with at Hoops Express for the last couple years, but who also coached my previous daughter for four years, as well as Brianna currently. And as I said, Corey Morgan, Marche Smith, Kim Coleman. The list could go on and on. Like even some of the other AAU coaches, like we've developed relationships, we're able to talk about different things. And, you know, it's just, it, it should really be a supportive community. Once you know what I tell people all the time is I'm about kids I'm about supporting other kids you and I may not see eye to eye as an adult but I want to see that kid do well if we have college coaches coming to see all of our kids in Chicago then we've all won so I'm not just about Brianna McDaniel or just Hoops Express kids or just Hyde Park kids I'm about our kids period in Chicago because I feel like we have so much to offer our kids they're emotional and some people see that as a bad thing but those emotions can and turn into such 
fierce basketball players and they can give coaches what they need in any area of the country. So at the end of the day, like I just love basketball. Oh, and I cannot forget my husband is a coach. He coaches <laughs> at Michelle Clark. He's the JV coach at Michelle Clark. But even being at home, throwing ideas off of him and watching his process and his growth as a coach over the years because he coached Brianna in elementary school at Prisker. And, you know, we have a lot of sometimes heated discussions at home because we don't always see things the same way initially. But just being able to see how he interacts with the kid or how he motivates the kid may help and assist me and how I change up the way I deal with that particular kid. Because what works for one kid doesn't always work for every kid. That's true. Now, Coach McDaniel, you mentioned something that I really want to talk about. Okay. All right. This mother coaches at High Park. The daughter is at Kenwood, who's an outstanding player. And we're going to talk to her in a moment. I'm just curious, how did the family come to this decision between neighboring schools, High Park and Kenwood? <laughs> well, like I said, High Park just happened this year. But Kenwood Academy and Andre Lewis have been in our lives for now five years, at least on the coaching side. Andre coached my older daughter, Shadrian, who graduated Kenwood last year in class of 2018. And I think, you know, just the relationships over the years, and I'm a big, I have a big thing about trust. I trust Dre with my kid. And not only that, as a mom, I didn't want to coach my kids. And so I knew I had to put them with someone that I trusted, someone that I had a relationship with, that I knew if I'm across the city at a game, I don't have to worry about them. He's going to drop them off at home. He's going to help, you know, wherever it's needed. He's going to help get my head right when I'm frustrated and upset with them. And then, like I said, as a mommy, I can go home and I can talk to them when they're happy, when they're frustrated. I can have that conversation with them as a mom and not their coach. Sometimes that line gets blurred as a mom for me because I know that I'm emotional about the game that I coach and I didn't want those emotions to spill into raising them because they're they're girls at the end of the day they're my babies so I can't always be coach to them and sometimes I know that I don't let those emotions go I know that about me and I want them to be able to talk to me I want to have those relationships where basketball doesn't blur the lines I'm glad you cleared that up for me because I surely can't wait to High Park and Kenwood play somewhere down the line. I want to see how this is going to all turn out. But Coach McGowan, we want you to stick around because now it's time for our Shining Star segment. When we return, we'll meet a fabulous freshman from Kenwood Academy and one of Chicago's Shining Stars. Brianna McDaniel joins us next on the H2S2 show. My reason why is community. My reason why is leadership. My reason why is to inspire others. Why do thousands of teenagers here in Illinois participate in high school sports and activities? My reason why is friendship. Their reasons are as diverse as the students themselves. But the one thing they all share is the opportunity to have fun and learn important life lessons. Lessons like supporting their community, learning how to be a leader, and building lifelong friendships. My reason why is defying expectations. Is there a grade school or middle school student in your family? Then encourage them to participate in a sport or activity when they go to high school. My reason why is to make a change in the world. This message presented by the NFHS and the Illinois High School Association. Hi, this is Brianna McDaniel, point guard with the Kenwood Academy Broncos Bleed Crew, and you're tuned into the High School Holla Sports Show. Welcome back to the H2S2 High School Holla Sports Show and our Shining Star segment. That music you hear lets you know we are about to meet another Chicago student-athlete that shines in the sport that they play in the classroom and in the community. This segment is sponsored by Life Church, who believes in developing relationships that create and foster a space that is not only church, but feels just like home. Life Church is a place where people receive help, healing, and hope according to the gospel of Jesus Christ. To learn more about their worship service, and ministries, you can visit www.getthelife.org, the official sponsor of the H2S2 Shining Star segment. 
Our special guest is not only a shining star, she's a shooting star, a freshman, so she's definitely a rising star, and one of the players to watch in the next few years. The H2S2 show welcomes the fabulous freshman Brianna McDaniel as our shining star guest this week. Welcome, Brianna. Hi, how are you? Brianna, I want to first start by telling our listeners, where did you learn to play the game of basketball the way you do? Um, well, I was doing gymnastics and tap before I started playing basketball, and my sister wanted to play, so wherever she went, I went. When I first started, I just kept on playing because I love the game. Now, you and your sister, would y'all battle it out on the court? Mm-mm. No, we didn't, because it, like, it would be a conflict after <laughs> we wouldn't be able to finish the game. Oh, well, oh, okay. Mom had to come in and referee another type of competitive game, huh? Yeah. Did you play basketball in elementary school? Yeah. It was a tough time because we didn't have a lot of good players, so I had to do mostly everything. And it wasn't that frustrating because I was used to it, but I had to keep on pushing to push myself to be better. Where did you play in elementary school? What school? I played at A.M. Prisker Elementary. How was that experience when you were getting ready to leave eighth grade and you had to choose a high school? What was that decision like? We talked to mom about the decision, but I want to hear from your aspect. What was that decision like? The decision, it was okay. Like, leaving eighth grade was not that hard, but it was hard. But the decision, it was it was between, like, multiple schools, but I felt like the fit at Kenwood was good and it would help me in the long run. Now, were people excited when you chose Kenwood? I know Coach Dre was. Were, were people excited to know that you were coming to where your sister played? Some people were. They were very happy for me, but some of them wasn't. They just wanted me to go to other schools that had bigger people, but I wanted to make history with my coach. You heard your mother say she went to Whitney Young. Was there was there any hope of going there and following in mom's footsteps? Yes and no, because one, I wanted to be like my mom or dad, one or two, but I felt like I would be better off at Kenwood because, one, I know the people here, and it would be better if I went somewhere that I'm used to and be able to express myself more. I want you to give a current 8th grader a bit of advice. They're in 8th grade and they just don't know how to decide. What would be the best advice you can give an 8th grader in deciding where to go for high school? I would say you should go on a shadow day to whatever schools that you want to go to. And you will see how the school will act around you and see how people react to things in the school. Make sure that you feel like yourself, put yourself in that predicament and see how you will react to those things in whatever school. And whatever school that's good enough for you, that's that's the school that you should choose. Or if you feel like two or three schools, you put pros and cons for all of the schools. And which ones that really got the most pros and less cons, then that's the school that you should go to. What was it like your first day here at Kenwood Academy? It was very hard because this school is very big. <laughs> and it's big and um, I didn't know where most of my classes were. I have seven of my classes in the main building and seven and one in a cancer. So I was confused my last period. I thought it was in here, but it was really in the cancer building. But it was So tell us about your first varsity game. My first varsity game, I was very hyped. I wanted to be aggressive, be a hard worker. I wanted to do everything. It was an exciting moment. I had that feeling that my sister was feeling her first time in a varsity game, and I really wanted to see how that feel, and it made me feel really good inside. Okay, now, Brianna, we're going to ask some fun questions, okay? It's like a rapid fire. You just come on out with these answers, all right? What are some of the nicknames you go by? Bree, Breezy, or Bree Kai. Uh, you got to tell me about that last one. <laughs> <laughs> Bree Kai. Kai is my middle name, and Bree's just like the nickname that uh, people always call me. So what's the family nickname for you? Uh, <laughs> you know we got mom sitting right here, too. We'll find out. What's the family nickname for you? It's Chunka. <laughs> <laughs> Should I ask mom to explain where that came from? All right, Mom, where, where, did, where did that come from? Is that from you or from somebody else? Uh, it's from myself and my husband, Adrian. Um, Brianna was a little busybody, but she was a chunky little baby. She had these 
beautiful big cheeks and this big smile and she would be all over the place climbing on everything so initially it was Chunky Monkey and then it was Chunkamunka and then it was Chunk. Spill <laughs> it all thanks very interesting very interesting okay favorite subject in school biology and why it's very fun and you learn different things about your body or like your sales and stuff so it's needless to say the biology teacher is your favorite teacher yeah I can say that finish this sentence when I'm not playing basketball I enjoy eating what's your favorite food jerk chicken fries Jerk chicken fries. We, I need to figure that out. We got to find out where we can get some of those. We, you make those yourself? Oh, no. I can't cook that much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If I wasn't playing basketball, I would be... I really do not know where I would be right now because, like, basketball is my life. I can't do anything without it. <laughs> you wouldn't go back to gymnastics? Well, yeah, I would go back, but I'll still have that feeling. With basketball yeah, That's a true love If you're listening That's a true love For the sport there Now here's another one Who would win At a game of horse You or your mom Of course me Of course Mom you wanna chime in on that Would you get it I would say that Maybe Bree would win Because she'd try to do Some things that My my knee probably Won't let me do anymore Okay We'll, we'll, we'll get We'll get that one over We'll say that's a That's an equaled out That equaled out Okay if it was a game of around the world, you heard of that game, around the world? That's old school. And game around the world, who would win, you or your sister? Oh, of course me. Me, for sure. <laughs> okay. Best basketball player in the McDaniel household? Me. Oh, <laughs> now, what was your favorite basketball moment ever? It had to be in the city city playoffs um, when we played against Whitney Young because that was my first game in playing in the city and it was very cool to be in the big stage and just showing people what I could do. Best advice mom and dad ever gave? So play my hardest even though I can't give my all. The best thing basketball has taught you? Never give up on your dreams. Never give up on your dreams. Best advice Coach Lewis gave? Oh, uh, there's a lot of them. Uh, go to work, kid. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now, I just want to ask mom quickly, how proud are you of these, these young ladies that you've raised? I'm very proud of both of my daughters. Like I tell people, being a parent is a process. So even though they were older, I felt like I had to give more time as they were teenagers. And Shadriana's a freshman in college at University of St. Francis. She's doing well academically, and, you know, she just loves the game of basketball, and she's just an awesome person in general. And then Brianna here, she's a great kid. She gets along with everybody. Like, I don't think I've ever seen a player in the city of Chicago get along with people on every single team they compete against. She gets along with just about everybody off the court. Now, on the court, she, I always say she got a different persona, so you're not really friends with Brie on the court, but off the court, like, she's smiling, she's hugging people. She gets along with everybody, and she works really hard, so I'm very proud of her. Well, we definitely want to offer the two of you, as we say on the show, holler to your people that are listening now and that have supported both of you. Give out your hollers right now. Like I said before, especially my husband, because I started coaching before he did, but he was very supportive. And, you know, just in the time that he gives and how much he pushes the kids and how much he supports me when sometimes I just come home completely drained. So he he's the, the biggest shout out I would have to give. But, you know, of course, I appreciate all the coaches that I work with. They they all have helped me and my kids tremendously. What about you, Brianna? Who you want to holler at? Um, my dad. He's been a big person in my life and made me become better and made me push myself even more than other people. Definitely want to thank both Shimona and Brianna McDaniel for joining us as our special guest on the Coaches Chatter and the Shining Star segments. Thank you to both of you. We also want to thank Coach Andre Lewis, head basketball coach here at Kenwood Academy for allowing us to talk to you guys here at the school. And Coach, you want to talk about this fabulous freshman you got here that's soon be a, a sophomore? 
I'm very proud of Brianna. She's come a long way. She's had to deal with a lot of adversity and deal with, you know, the growing pains of being a young, phenomenal basketball player and playing with older kids who had to be able to manage, you know, egos and uh, the fact that she's so extremely talented. And she handled it extremely well as a freshman. And I'm just looking forward to her continuing to grow and get better and mature both on and off the court as a player and a person. And thank both of you for joining us today. It's been a pleasure and a lot of fun. It was definitely a lot of fun. This was my first, I guess, real interview. A lot of fun. It was very fun. It was nerve-wracking, but it was, it was cool. We want to thank Coach Shimona McDaniel and the fabulous freshman Brianna McDaniels for joining us. Had a great time with them. Now, Coach, you got to hook this up. We got to get Dad and Sister on here. So we got to make it a family affair. So we got to be fair about it, okay? So hook that up for us, Coach. Stay with us. We got more of the H2S2 High School Holler Sports Show coming up. Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. We provide great packages that will allow your business to grow by serving as one of our sponsorship partners with any of our shows, such as the one you are listening to now. If you are interested in becoming a sponsorship partner, please contact Urban Fieldhouse Media at 312-772-5003 or by email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com for further information on our rate packages. We have opportunities for all size businesses, both local and national to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together. Yo, 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 what's up? Are you a sports fan? Do you want to impress your family and friends with the knowledge of the game while in the stands or roaming the sidelines? Well, the High School Hall of Sports Show is looking for you. We are seeking dedicated students from all over Chicago and the suburban high school area who are fans of sports to join the H2S2 Sports Reporting Crew. If you want to be a part of the H2S2 Reporting Crew, here's what you need to do. Send an email to H2S2 at UrbanFuelHouseMedia.com. Again, that's H2S2 at UrbanFuelHouseMedia.com. HouseMedia.com and in the subject line type, I want to join H2S2 reporting crew. And in a hundred words or less, tell us about your high school pride and your high school mascot and which team you would like to represent. Every email will be reviewed, so don't hesitate or wait. Here's the chance to join H2S2 reporting crew and to get signed up for your school because you never know if we will be at your school next. Tune in every Saturday to the high school holla sports show. Man, get up out of here. <laughs> Thank you once again for joining us for another edition of the H2S2 High School Holler Sports Show. We also would like to thank all of our guests this week, the McDaniel family, mother and daughter, High Parks Junior Varsity Head Coach Shimona McDaniel and her daughter, Kenwood's fabulous freshman, Brianna McDaniel. Also, Chicago Vocational Head Baseball Coach Miles Newman and his shining stars from the Cavalier Baseball Squad. We are looking forward to seeing you guys do your thing on the baseball diamond this season. Thank you to all of our show sponsors who partner with us to bring you the best show in Chicago for high school sports, the H2S2. In the next few weeks, get set. We'll be bringing you our baseball and softball coverage. So make sure you check us out on Facebook Live for our pre and post game interviews with all the coaches and players of the game. To all of my AAU teams out there, check this out. Baylor Youth Basketball will be hosting several events from throughout the spring and summer. They hosted one today, I believe. These events are NCAA certified and include grade school through high school ballers. So if you're looking to catch the attention of a college recruiter, get your team ready. Go to BaylorBasketball.org for a list of all their upcoming events. For my football players, 
Start to Upfront organization is offering one-hour training sessions for any offense or defense alignment. Training is held at Diet High School, 555 East 51st Street. Youth training is from 12 noon to 1 p.m. And high school players are trained from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. The training goes until May 25th, 2019. For more information, you can visit their website, startsupfront.com. If you are a school, coach, or athletic organization like those you just heard and you're hosting a sports camp or training event that helps Chicago area youth, let us know. We want to give our support by giving your event a mention on the show to help get the word out. As a part of our mission statement, to keep kids safe from the streets while learning to become better athletes. Young people, this week's quote is from Bobby Unser, a great race car driver, who once said, success is where preparation and opportunity meets. Think about that. Don't forget to check us out on social media. We're on Facebook and Twitter at Urban Field House. Also, give us a like on the High School Holla Sports Show Facebook page. We appreciate the love from you. Share it and invite others to check us out as well. I want to remind everyone that you can always listen to a broadcast of today's show along with many of our past shows and segments by visiting the Urban Fieldhouse Media website at urbanfieldhousemedia.com. For my iPhone and Android users, go subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and Google Play. And if you're on SoundCloud, you can even follow us there too. Search for us on all of those under the name Urban Fieldhouse Media. Holler at us every Saturday at 12 noon. And remember, God loves you and we do too. Until next time, I'm Stephen Spoon Ramsey saying, Aha! And you next week, I'm going to watch the Bogan Bengals and the Kiri Condors do their thing. Bring it back home to Shot Time. High School Holla.